Well, hello everyone and welcome to the Victory Point Podcast. I am Dwight and I have the privilege of being with Kimberly Hauer today. How you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. Awesome, you, thank you for doing this. Yeah. With us. So if you're new to the Victory Point Podcast, uh, this is something that we love to do. It helps us to get into the scriptures and just to be curious about what God's word is saying. And so our uh, passage, oh, before we jump into the passage, there may be some people who are listening who don't know you or your family very well. Could So tell us a little bit about who is Kimberly Howard. Yeah. Sure. So I am married to Dan and I have three daughters, Kylie, Kennedy, and Emma. We have two female dogs as well, little wow. ones. Wow, a yep. lot of estrogen under one roof. Yeah, and then we just uh, took in eight baby chicks oh, wow. that we're hoping are all females so that we get eggs. Oh, nice. So, yeah. Um, Wait, if they're all female, oh, yeah, got That's it. good. Then we don't have... Then you don't have baby chickens. Baby chickens that we'd have to take care of right. again. Got yes. it. This is maybe the once and done thing let's try it out mm-hmm. and then be done well, that'll with be it. an interesting experience and then be done with it yeah <laughs> yeah that's what i'm hoping okay <laughs> so are you a full-time mom right now yep i am a stay-at-home homeschool mom okay. right now to two of the girls and i left my job of 21 22 years back in september um, as God had called me away from that and opened up the stay-at-home thing. And, and how's home that going? Uh, it has its challenges. I do enjoy being home. Um, I miss the people I worked with, mm -hmm. um, but I don't miss the stress of that job. Right. So um, God well, freed me of that, and I'm grateful. <laughs> now I have just the stress of home. <laughs> and homeschooling. And homeschooling, yes. <laughs> So how long have you been at Victory Point? Uh, we have been here, I don't know exactly, but I think it's got to be around 17 years. We came here either just before Kylie was born or just after. So Kylie's 17 wow. now. So we've been here since somewhere around that time. Okay. A long time. That is a long time. You've, yeah. you've seen a lot of changes. A lot of changes, yeah. And for those of you who may not know, Kimberly and her daughter, Kylie, sing with me on the worship team often, which is yeah. awesome. And now to her, both of her other daughters are also getting involved and more in the tech crew. Yeah. Kennedy's running the words and Emma's running the cameras and the switcher. And, but it's super fun having all four of you show up uh, to rehearsal. Yeah. So, well, would you be willing to read us our... Uh, Bible passage. Yeah. For today, we are reading out of Acts chapter 10, verses 44 to 48. So go ahead and read that for us. Yeah. The heading in my Bible says, the Gentiles receive the Holy Spirit. Hmm. Even as Peter was saying these things, the Holy Spirit fell upon all who were listening to the message. The Jewish believers who came with Peter were amazed that the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out on the Gentiles too. For they had they heard him them speaking in other tongues and praising God. Then Peter asked, Can anyone object to their being baptized now that they have received the Holy Spirit just as we did? So he gave orders for them to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Afterward, Cornelius asked him to stay with them for several days. 
Very interesting passage. Yeah. Well, before we started recording, Kimberly and I agreed that uh, as I am a type B personality, she's a type A. Mm -hmm. So she's <laughs> taken copious notes and come very prepared for this. So I can't wait to hear her, her thoughts on this. Uh, so yeah, just what jumps out to you or what jumped out to you when you were reading this earlier? I think um, when I first read it, the thing that jumped out to me was that the Holy Spirit fell upon all who were listening to the message, like mm. as Peter was talking. So mm -hmm. to me, there was this sense of immediate yes. outpouring yeah. of the Holy Spirit as they're like, he hadn't even finished telling. Right. It says while he was still yeah. speaking. Yeah. And I, you know, going back, you, um, the previous verses were about, you know, that he was sharing the good news. Mm -hmm. So to me, I always think like, okay, well, you have to hear all the good news to really fully understand or appreciate or receive the Holy Spirit. But the Holy Spirit was sent down like immediately, you know, mm -hmm. while he was still talking. So I don't know at what point, you know, in the gospel story that he was right. talking about that yeah. um, the Holy Spirit came down, but at some point mid speaking, right. Uh, the Holy Spirit was poured out on them. Well, I'm looking at the verse right before the passage for today. He commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that he is the one whom God appointed as judge of the living and the dead. All the prophets testify, testify about him that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. So he did, he did get a good chunk of it out. But still, if it's the first time that you're ever hearing that, you know, you might not, you might have some questions, you right. know, or you might not fully grasp it yet. Right. And yet yeah. the Holy Spirit just came. Yeah. So I don't know about you, but when I read that, I'm like, Holy Spirit, I want, I want, you, I want to see that. Um, have you ever, have you ever, uh, experience the Holy Spirit kind of coming on to a group of people when the, when the gospel is being preached like that before, or was this something that you uh, long to see? Yeah, I think growing up, I was in a very, um, I don't know, very conservative church. So mm -hmm. that wasn't exposed to me there as young. Um, I went to a more, spirit-filled church, I feel like, when I was in high school with mm -hmm. a friend. Um, that was probably my first real experience with people who experienced the Holy Spirit power. Yeah. Um, nothing crazy weird, but um, it was definitely more spirit movement happening. Mm -hmm. um, and then I kind of felt like when we went... Um, we actually came here and I don't know that I sensed that here as much either. It felt more comfortable to me, you know, cause that's what this was more like what I grew up with, gotcha. uh, but with a band instead of the organ. Right. Um, but I've seen over the years um, just some of the different courses we've done um, naturally supernatural. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like that opened up 
a lot of people in the church to the Holy Spirit moving yes. and sensing and feeling and being aware and open yeah. to it. So I can say that I felt it here, hmm. um, which is super cool mm -hmm. to have the experience, I guess. I'm looking here at uh, where it says Peter was astonished that the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out even on the Gentiles. What what does that say to you? Like even the Gentiles, right? You know, I mean, up until that point, what was their view of the Gentiles? Yeah, I mean, they were nothing. You know, I mean, they weren't worthy, certainly, of God. You know, they're unclean, unpure. Gentiles, you know, like they're second rate citizens kind of thing. You know, they just were not considered worthy. Right. And in the Jewish community, they were commanded to not really associate with Gentiles until Peter gets this vision uh, of all these animals that were unclean. Now, sorry uh, for those of you who haven't read this yet, if you go back a little bit in chapter 10, you'll, you'll read this. Just prior to this, Peter gets this vision of like the sheet coming down from heaven and there's all these animals on it that for Jews at the time, all these animals were considered unclean. And they're not to touch them, they're not to eat them at all. And, and he hears the voice of God saying, go kill and eat. And Peter says, what? Never, never would I do that. You know, what is it? say uh surely not surely not lord peter said i've never eaten anything impure or unclean and god says do not call anything impure that god has made clean and then the very next thing that happens is he runs into these gentiles so it's like god is saying uh don't call the gentiles unclean if if i'm calling them clean like mm -hmm. they they're just as deserving of hearing my word as you are right yeah um, this is very cool. What, what else, uh, jumped out to you? Yeah. So I think in part of the, um, questions, what I like or don't understand, I think the thing I didn't like about it was, um, that the Jews, Peter and the Jews that were with him were amazed or shocked, Okay, you know, that God would send down his Holy spirit on Gentiles too, you know, like, I mean, there's a part of me that just like, ugh. Hmm. You know, I think so often I think I can do that too. I think like, well, clearly God is not meant for that person. Right. Um, so I think that was one of those convicting mm -hmm. things in the scripture that, um, mm -hmm. you know, God was putting that mirror to me and saying, yeah. Who is it that you don't remember. think is worthy of the Holy Spirit? Um when God may be yeah. wanting to pour out his spirit on them. Yeah. And how often I think I know better, you know, or clearly just like the Jews, you know, just like the Jews did back, did back then questioning why God would, you know, give his Holy spirit to the Gentiles. Yep. So one of the, questions that we're challenged to ask as we're reading through this is what does this passage teach us about God or about Jesus and his plans? Yeah. So I have, um, as I thought about that, it, 
just came to me like God can't be put in a box. Hmm. You know, he's going to speak to who he chooses to speak to. Like he is calling people to him and his desires for everyone to come to him. Yeah. Um, and so who are we to question or limit or limit yeah. his yeah. power and ability, yeah. you know? So I just think it's a good reminder that he's, he's not going to be put in a box. Right. And it's such a reflection of who Jesus was when he was on earth as well. He had such a bad reputation among yeah. the religious community because he hung out with low lives right. or who people who are considered low lives by, right. um, but they were his friends. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love the, if you've watched the chosen Barnaby, do you remember Barnaby oh. and his friend Shula who's blind? Yep. And they keep showing up, you know, all over the place. And he just has no tact and yep. he's just not a real tactful person. But I just think he's hilarious. But Jesus just loved right. being around people like that. And they and they were drawn to him. And, and then, of course, tax collectors and prostitutes and others. Um, so to me, even though... Uh, Jesus now has ascended into heaven and is not around anymore physically. Um, we see that the Holy Spirit is very much like Jesus. Yeah. You know, is very happy to hang out with people who you wouldn't expect them to hang out with. Right. So what does this passage teach us about people? Yeah, I think kind of the same as like before that. Um, you know, God sent Jesus for everyone. And I think maybe that his heart is maybe a little bit more fond towards the ones who need him more, hmm. you know? Um, I think you can see some, lots of biblical references to that. You know, the Pharisees were not necessarily who he came to save, even though they needed saving as much as anybody else. Yeah. Um, the ones who don't think they need to be saved. Right. Isn't necessarily who he's, you know, focusing in on. He's focusing in on the ones who are um, humble, maybe enough to acknowledge mm -hmm. that they need a savior Amen. because humble they don't have enough. any, you know, like they can only go up, you know, right. and like the sick are the ones who need a doctor, you that's know, right. like that's, that's who God sent Jesus to. To do and like you said the holy spirit is a, a manifestation of of jesus you know after jesus leaves so um i just think it's cool that that was another aspect of the scripture that uh, when the holy spirit came it was obvious mm -hmm. you know like there was this the holy spirit came and it was immediate but it yeah. was also obvious yeah they knew yeah. the Holy Spirit had been um, brought down yeah. to the Gentiles that were there, yeah. you know? So it was like this this faith that they had, maybe small, the Holy Spirit came, infused them, so to speak, mm -hmm. and there was this recognizable change. Yeah. Yeah, we're just one thought that I had when I was reading this passage, I, I found myself asking, um, 
so maybe this comes from somebody who's in ministry who often prays for a tangible sense of the Holy Spirit. Like whenever we lead worship, I mean, I, I want people to experience that. I mm -hmm. want to experience it personally. Mm -hmm. um, so reading this, when it came so quickly, I found myself asking, why did it come so quickly? And the first thing I thought of was that Peter was, was walking in obedience. Like he saw this vision from God that was a pretty radical, way outside the box <laughs> vision. And God said, told him to do certain things and he did it. Mm -hmm. um, and I think there's something to be said about the Holy Spirit honoring men and women who are just walking in obedience, mm -hmm. you know? And, um, and I, I got the sense like this was a fruit of both Cornelius's and Peter's obedience. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And then the next thing, well, hey, if the Holy Spirit is showing up, then let's get people baptized. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Let's do this. Let's do this. Uh, so, and that's a whole nother conversation, which I wish we yeah. had time for, but we should probably wrap this one up for, for today. Um, so uh, let's close with, just a, a blessing for those who are listening. Kimberly, you want to say a blessing over sure. our listeners today? Sure. Yeah. Um, Father God, I pray that you will um, speak to our hearts through, mm -hmm. your, through your words and um, that you will help us to see that um, we are the Gentiles. Hmm. Um, in all reality, um, most of us have not been born Jews and um, that your heart for us is the same as your heart for others. Mm -hmm. Help us to live that out, Lord, that we might um, that we might just be open to whoever it is that you have um, your heart for and set on and uh, want to use us to um, maybe play some small role mm -hmm. in bringing them the good news yes. and then the Holy Spirit, Lord. Um, we want that gift and I just pray that you will um, bring that upon all who listen mm -hmm. may they feel it Amen Amen <laughs>